You are listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi at the Lovely Voice Experience in London. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church UK, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward-Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful sermon.
pray. Father, we want to thank you. Thank you for this morning. Thank you for the great privilege of being in your holy presence. Father, I pray that your will shall be done today. Lead us by your precious Holy Spirit. Guide us by that beautiful spirit, Lord. Let your power be with us, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your great blessing. Thank you for your kindness. We worship you. We adore you. And we thank you, Lord, that by your blessing and by your presence, your goodwill shall be done amongst us today. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. And all shall say, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Take your seats. Hallelujah. Turn, turn, your, turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter 10. Matthew chapter 10. And um, have you found Matthew chapter 10? Wow. Are you there? I'm waiting for you to get there. If you're there, say amen. amen. If you're not there, say amen. amen. Okay. So when you get there, let me know. Anyway, Matthew chapter 10. Verse 1 says that when he had called unto him his 12 disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits. To cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Then um, it says, and now the names of the 12 apostles are these. Now, I I want to talk to you and um, share with you about about what I want to talk to you about. Okay, (laughs) yes. So, uh, let's let's read some few verses. So, I think you've taken notes of. Uh, Matthew chapter 10 and verse 1. And when he had called uh, unto him, his 12 disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits. Okay? Are you there? Yes. Are you in church? Yes. Are you excited to be in church? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Don't make too much noise, okay? Yeah. Sometimes noise is not good. Sometimes too is good. This morning doesn't seem to be working. Ephesians chapter 6. And um, verse 10. Verse 10 says that finally my brethren. We all know this verse, isn't it? Finally my brethren, be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might. Okay. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 11 says that strengthen with all might according to his glorious power unto all patience and long suffering with 
joyfulness. Do you also have that in your in your Bibles? Okay, so I I, I want to talk to you. Uh, I'm trying to find the title of my message today. The title of my message is Assignments of Assignments of Demons Against You. Okay. Yes. So I read I read those I read those passages. I read those passages to point out to you that um, the power you need power to have a successful Christian life. You need you need power. You can't you can't neglect the power aspect of your Christian walk. You have to be you have to be very mindful and uh, maybe desirous that you be a powerful Christian. You should you shouldn't be a Christian without power, because there are there are powers in this life you know there, there are powers and there and there's and there's a powerful power that we also have in christ and we also have in christianity so you don't you don't live you don't live a powerless christian life you have to live and conduct your your life in a way that you walk in the power of god that is believe in the power of god walk in the power of god Use the power of God, grow in the power of God, increase in the power of God, and be a powerful Christian. I'm sure you've heard you've heard someone being described as a powerful man of God. How many of you have heard of a powerful man of God? It's like this man of God is powerful, isn't it? Yes. It's like this guy is this guy is very powerful. Yes. Yes. But uh-huh, but I'm talking about. I'm talking about what's happening. You're disrupting me. I'm talking about you being a powerful Christian. You being a powerful Christian. Because we've heard about powerful men of God. But what about you? You must also be a powerful Christian. I mean, a Christian with power. A Christian who has power. Because Christians are supposed to have power. That's what I just read. Matthew chapter 10 and verse 1. Let's read it again. Which says that, I don't think you understood when we're reading it. It says that and when he had called unto him his 12 disciples, he gave them power. Yes, he gave them power. What he gave them was power. He gave them power. And the power is to be used not to get more money, not to get um, the best jobs, I mean, it's okay to to get more money. It's okay to have the best jobs. But he gave them the power directly against evil spirits. Evil spirits and wicked spirits. So when when you you live your Christian life and the, the presence of Satan is very dominant in your life. It's like he's comfortable in you, in your life. It's like, it's like 50, 50. 40, 60, it's like he's there. You see, it's like he's there. It's almost like you, you've even become used to it that, okay, you know, you live some of these things, you just live with it. It's okay. It's rather evident that your power is little. Your power, your power is not, your power is not, it's not, it's not big enough. That's what the scripture says that in the day of adversity, if you should faint, it means that your strength is small. You're not supposed to have small strength. You're supposed to have big strength. You're supposed to be powerful. You're supposed to be able to resist the devil and he will flee from you. You're supposed to bind the devil and he will be bound. Instead of he having 
uh, uh, me freedom and liberty in your life and moving in your life. And you see, what, one, of the, one of the powers of a Christian is, is what you've been going through for the past two weeks, fasting and praying. It's, a, it's, it's one of the things, one of the exercises that's supposed to give you power. It's supposed to help you. Because many times you can't fast on your own. True or correct? Uh-huh. So when you, when you gain the opportunity of congregational fasting, congregational fasting, you, you have to take advantage of it to develop yourself and to build yourself up. To build, because it's not, every, it's not everybody who can decide that, okay, this week, um, let's say it's 17th, 17th uh, October till um, 24th October. I'm not, I'm not eating. I'm praying. I'm waiting on God. Everybody can do that. Every, I mean, most people can't do that. Is it, is it, is it true or not? Or, or not? Yes, most people can't do that. You need, you need like institutionalized, organized something that, that you dive into it. And then you introduce yourself, but because already even the organized one, it's not easy. When you see the orange juice and you start salivating. Yes. Yes. I mean, it's like, it's like suddenly, it's like suddenly food is, food is behaving in your life like you've not seen food before. It's as if you've not eaten before. How many of you realize that you've been feeling like you've not eaten before? And, and what, what you must also realize is that when you, when you are fasting, even, even half of a slice of bread fills you up. As long as you take a bite like that, it's like, ah, you even wonder, why are you even breaking the fast? I mean, you don't have to agree if it, has, it doesn't apply to you because some of you, I know that the breaking of your fast is like a, a hurricane in your house. You eat everything you've not eaten the whole week. Yes. But anyway, listen to what we are talking about. I'm just, I was just giving an example that fasting is one of, the, one of the opportunities to increase the power in your life because... You need power. You need to live a powerful Christian life. Do you understand? Acts chapter 10 and verse 38. The scripture says that how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. Can you see that? He anointed him with the Holy Ghost and with power. Now, I'm reading, see, I'm reading all these verses for you to become mindful and conscious of the fact that, Lord, I have to be a powerful believer. I shouldn't be a weakling. I shouldn't be someone who just says that there's a powerful man of God. A powerful man of God is having a program somewhere, so I am going. And then thinking that power only belongs to men of God. There are some men of God who are powerful. You, you can't be powerful. You must also be powerful. And you can be powerful. And you can become powerful. And you should become powerful. And you should exercise yourself in the power of God. Does it say, it say that? How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. And with power. And with power. This year, may you see the power of God at work in your life. Oh, yes. You should be able to deploy the power of God. 
May the power of God be at work in your life. Instead of settling and living with things you shouldn't be living with. Things you shouldn't be comfortable with. Things you shouldn't accept. You know, many people have accepted things. I mean, it's like you're just living with it. Just living with it and just, and just managing it. It's like, okay, today is come. Tomorrow is not there. Okay, this week has not been bad. Last week was very bad. This week is better. It's like, it's okay. You know, but there are some things that you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't accept. You shouldn't tolerate in your, in your, in your life. It, it shouldn't be there. But it is there because you have not gained the strength, strength over that thing. So I want, I want to share with you a few assignments that demons have against you. And by the power of God, you will overcome it. How many of you believe that you will overcome it? Oh yes, you, you overcome it. There is, there, is, there is opposition for every Christian. Not, not every human being, every Christian. Every Christian. They, they, are, they are specially designed um, oppositions and... Um, Attacks against Christians. It's for it's for it's, it, it's it's just to it's just to attack your faith and your believing. There, I mean, hardly hardly will you see someone wake up and say that this week this this week I'm not going to work unless the person is lazy. Yes, usually you go to work no matter how you are feeling, isn't it? You go, you carry yourself there. But have you noticed? Have you noticed that people? Is it like Sunday when they stand there? I'm not going to church. Aha. Aha. So I'm not going to church. I'm not going to church. Or I'm not going to this church again. Have you ever heard someone saying that? I'm not going to, I'm not going to work at this place again. Even if, if you want to change jobs, you take your time and change jobs. You don't just wake up and say, I'm not going to, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to sacrifice my, my salary. I'm not going to go to work again. Oh, you take your time. Even your ex-boyfriend, you still have his phone number. You didn't delete it immediately. Oh yes, you didn't delete it. It took a while before you forgot about him. You kept his number for a while. You kept going through the messages he has sent you. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. But when Satan wants to bomb you out, then you see the first point of call is your, it's your faith, your church. It just bombs you out like that. You just, wait, you just wake up one month from one Sunday to the other time. Ah. It's over. It's over and it's off. You get it? So, you have to, you have to know that it's, it's, not, it's not so much of how you are feeling about your friend or about this or about that, but it's more of your strength. It's your strength. You need, you need, you need tenacity. You need power. You need you need the you need the stamina to resist the devil, to resist him because he will come knocking. I mean, he comes knocking. He will be knocking. He he will be knocking on the door because he wants to take you down. 
Have you not noticed that there are some problems you have? You, everything is okay with you. That you just have one problem. And it's just that one problem that keeps toppling you in your, on your walk. I mean, you try, 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 try. And then he just throws that thing at you. Because he, he knows that you haven't developed the power to overcome that thing as yet. But power is coming to you today. Yes. You will overcome. You are going to be powerful Christians. Powerful Christians. Things that upset you will not upset you anymore. Okay. Look at it. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 16. Are you happy that today we're going to close church early? Hmm. Stop pretending. <laughs> First Corinthians 16 and verse number 9. It says that for a great door in effectual is open unto me. And there are many adversaries, 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 yes, adversaries. Mm. There are many adversaries. There is, there is no calling of God that is unopposed. It's a year, it's a year, a year of work, isn't it? Working for the Lord. Working for the Lord all day long, laboring. Labeling, laboring, traveling, and laboring for the Lord. There's that, there's that that will be unopposed. It will be opposed. Expect Satan to come up with a plan that you won't work for God. Expect it. Expect it. Expect it. See how, see how his moves would want to bring you to nothing and to a nobody. Just one problem, one little problem. That sometimes when others, when others hear of it, they, they can't even believe that it's a problem. Have you had, have you had, let me ask you, have you had a problem before where to you it's a problem? You don't even know the way out. And others, you hear others reacting to it and you, 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 you can't even say you have that problem. How many of you have been there before? It's like others act like, so when they hear, let's say it's being used as an example or people talk, it's like, How? He's like, how can you have such a problem? He's like, what's wrong with you? He's like, how many of you have had such an experience before that you have a, pro- a real problem you are struggling with? And others are behaving like it's... Have you been, have you, have you been in a maths class where you didn't understand anything? And then there are these people who, there are these people who understand everything and, and they don't understand why you don't understand it. Yes. 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 I never, I never understood why my sisters had difficulty with maths. I never understood it. And I had to, I had to help them with their homework and assignments. And I don't understand why. This one too, is it a problem? <laughs> I didn't understand, but it was, I could tell, it was a serious problem. Oh yeah, it was a serious problem for them. Especially the older one, the one before me. It's a serious problem. When, when her pride comes, she doesn't want to ask me for help. <laughs> and I'll just, be, I'll just be there like a prof, you know. It's like, when you're ready, come. I'll just put my nose in the air. It's like, when you're ready, come. And I'll see my mom telling her, 
when she comes, I'll not, I'll not even look at her. I'll just, I'll just tell her what to do. <laughs> like, it's a big problem. But to somebody, it's not a problem. To somebody, it's not a problem at all. But the thing is, it's a big problem. It's power. Yes, power. The power of God will help you overcome every assignment that Satan has against you. In 2024, every assignment of Satan against your life will be destroyed. It will be destroyed. Every assignment, every assignment, every every scheme that Satan has against you will be destroyed. You will overcome it this year. Oh yes, you overcome it this year. So I, I, I keep trying to give you the assignments, isn't it? And I keep talking a lot. So, yes. So let's start. Number one, the first assignment, the first assignment that demons have against you is resistance and opposition. Oh, yes. When you say resistance and you see opposition, you should not use sin Satan. Oh, yes. As soon as you see resistance and opposition, something resisting you from progressing, from advancing in your calling, in your ministry, in life, in life, you, you, you don't seem to be advancing. It means that you've met a form of resistance and opposition. And that's the enemy. First Peter chapter 5 and verse 8. Maybe you didn't know that this word means uh, an opponent. That's something that opposes and resists you. That's the word adversary. It says that be sober and be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. So you see, the thing that is opposing your, your walk with God and your service to the Lord, growing in the Lord, working for the Lord, Doing more for the Lord, becoming anointed, becoming spiritual, fulfilling your calling and your ministry, your happiness, your peace, the thing that is affecting it and doesn't seem to be allowing it to, to have a smooth development is called the adversary. That is something that is opposing you. You want to move from point A to point B. I'm sure some of you have dreams this year that this year I'm going, I'm going to move from point A to point B. And then you, you move from A and you've reached A, A, A and a half. You are at A.5. Or you've reached A.75. Or A.8. Ask students, do you understand the decimals? Yes. This, this one is working, isn't it? And then, and then by, by October, you've reached 8.9. And then it's like you're frozen. What it is is that there is an adversary. Don't, you see, don't try and live and say that there should be no opposition in your life. Because there will be. I wish I could tell that there will be no opposition in your life. There will be. There will be. There will be things, there will be things that will be in the way. And on the way, that is preventing you from becoming what you want to become. And getting to where you want to get to. 
You want, you want a ministry to grow. You want to see church growth. How many of you would like to see the church growing? Ah, there'll be resistance. There'll be resistance. The Satan is standing somewhere just handing souls back to you. No, he's not going to do that. But center leaders, shepherds, pastors, there will be, there will be an adversary, someone called the adversary that resists progress. Resistance. Some of you, even even some of the people who are uh, your advisors, you know, your informal, not your intimate counselors. You know, you know yourself that you, we have the official intimate counselors, and then you have your personal counselors, and you talk to your personal counselors more than you talk to the official intimate counselors, and and therefore that's the influence that you are under. When God says that your counselors are trying to advise you that no. Don't follow this. Don't do this. So you, you see, it's like God is trying to drag you this way, maybe through your church or through your pastor, lead you in this direction. Then that private counselor, uh-huh, who you have known all your life, <laughs> is also leading you in another way. Now it's up to you to read your Bible and to tell you that you need to be sober. And to be vigilant because your adversary, your adversary, which, which is your opponent, the thing and the person that resists you and opposes you, the devil is at work. Just the name, just the name is explaining the function. That you want to go this way at 10 miles per hour, but you can't go. Have you, have you ever been in traffic? How many of you have been in traffic before? You're sitting in traffic. It's not moving. And then you keep wondering, what is there? And then, and then when you get there, there's nothing there. There's nothing. There's nothing. Because sometimes, sometimes someone just decides to drive slow. I was, I was in traffic somewhere in a certain country a few days ago. The traffic was not moving. And then I was with someone who lives in that country. And the person said to me that, you wouldn't believe it. There is nothing there. <laughs> then he said to me, I will tell you what is causing this traffic. I said, what is it? He said, potholes. Yes. Look, I'm describing not slow moving traffic. Stand still. Stand still. Repeat. Nothing is moving. Long. I mean, miles. Nothing is moving. So as we kept going. So now I said, I said, I, I just said in my mind that oh, this guy is lying. There's something there. I mean, there is no problem. 
I didn't tell him, but I didn't believe him. But when we cleared it all and we started moving, I just looked at me and I thought to myself, it's true. What you said, what you said was true. There was nothing. So that you see your life, there's nothing. You can't even see, but it's like you, you are just not moving. You need, you need the power to move. Hey, you need the power to move through. You have to remember that what is slowing you down is called an adversary. Stop thinking about other people. What is slowing you down? What is, what is uprooting you from the church and affecting your Christian life? Affecting your relationship with God? Your spirituality? You, you even discover you are not as spiritual as you thought. Oh yes, you are not as spiritual as you thought you were. It's resistance and opposition. I'm, I'm trying to show you resi- what it means when you are being resisted. How many of you have experienced resistance before? You wish you could pray more, but you're not praying. Ah, why can't you pray? Why is it that when it gets to prayer, then you remember, I have to turn on the telly. Uh, there's a football match. There's a boxing match. When you stay up to watch boxing, Boxing is usually late night, isn't it? Yes. When you stay up to watch, you don't fall asleep. When you are watching uh, Pastor Benahim preaching, just 10 p.m., you are falling asleep. Just 10 p.m., you can't go past 10 p.m. Meanwhile, normally, normally you can watch series, seasons. Till 2 a.m. Suddenly something spiritual comes up when you'll be so blessed. You can't stay up. 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. You have passed out. 10 o'clock. You have passed out. Your boy used to stay later than that in your room. Did you know you stay later? It's not 10 o'clock that he has arrived. It's not 10 o'clock. Your hair, your hair is, is partially wet because you've just gone to organize it. At 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock, you have makeup on your face. Is it not true? Now, Pastor Benny Head is preaching. 10 o'clock. Sit down. Yes. Much of the day does it not start after ten o'clock. Ten thirty. I'm being told it's ten thirty. Much of the day. You watch you watch at least seven different football matches from ten thirty. Wide awake. But you can't, you, know, you can't listen to a powerful man of God. Because, is it because you don't understand what he's saying? Yes, you don't understand the preaching. The preaching is, is, is above your payroll. Yes. As he's quoting the verses, Micah days, explaining the Holy Spirit. You are getting confused. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 
You see, but it should don't talk too much. It should explain to you. It should explain to you the power of soaking in messages. Yes, it should explain to you why we teach the soaking messages. Because you think you've understood or you think you've heard, but you haven't heard. You haven't heard, you haven't received anything. You need to hear it again and again, even to follow even the trend of thoughts. Which is, which, is, which is a sign of an anointed person. Do you follow the trend? Because it's like, it's like this, then it's like this, then it's like that, then it's like this way, then it's this way. Then, but the person is making very, very throwing powerful punches against the enemy. But you come for it, so you fall asleep. When you wake up, just go back to YouTube and say, what, did, what was he saying? Yes. That's why you have to soak, you have to keep listening. You have to listen many times to gain, to gain the power of understanding. Because there's, there's, a, there's, there's that, um, you see, I'm making the comparison to things that you don't sleep at. It's all like, so his preaching is too late. You watch Netflix. You, you watch Netflix. You watch much of the day. You, I mean, you do other things. You do other things. You've received, you've received guests at 10 p.m. before. You do some things at 10 o'clock. There's some things if it's, you have to do at 10 o'clock, you will do. You will find the energy to do it. Just don't, don't make me say things. It's Sunday morning, you know. I, I feel holy this morning, so don't make me say things. Yes. Don't contaminate me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Usually do it after 10. But this one, a spiritual thing. Your position is so strong. It's even easy. Listen, just to put you to sleep, just to knock you out. It's like, ah. Just as Satan doesn't want you to develop spiritually. He's knocking you out of church. He says, no, 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 don't go to church. Oh, no, 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 don't go to church. No, 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 no. You must, you must be unhappy with your shepherd. Ah, can't you see that your shepherd doesn't like you? What is the church called I Like You Chapel International? <laughs> I really like you. <laughs> you know, some of us we like we like to be liked too much. Yes, it's not. I don't even think you like to be liked. Okay, you know, this one doesn't like me. You go to work. This person doesn't like me at work. You go to school. This one doesn't like you at school. You go on the train. The train driver doesn't like you. The other other passengers don't like you on the train. It's like it's like everywhere you go, you are looking for who likes you and who doesn't like you. Yes. You break up with your beloved. You said you said the pastor doesn't like you. What does it got to do with the pastor? What what has has it got to do with pastor? Did you invite me to the meeting? Have you ever invited the pastor before that? Come, let's sit. Pastor, look at what he's saying. Look at what she's saying. Pastor, what do you think? You've invited the person has decided. I don't like it. He said the pastor uh, is part of the conspiracy. You see, you like to be liked too much. Yes. It's not healthy. Yeah. You can't always be looking for the approval of men. 
who likes me, who doesn't like me. Who do- you can't live like that. You can't live like that. You can't live like that. You can't live. It's not. It's not a healthy way of living. Some will like you. Others. You think I'm going to say won't like you? No, 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 no. I, I mean, I'm sure there are people who don't like people, but they don't know you. Do you understand? They don't know you. And even if they know you, they're indifferent towards you. They don't dislike you. They're indifferent. So all the indifferent people you have discussed, I mean, on your line today, how many people are, are sitting on your row? How many people? Six, nine. None of you. Does everybody like you on the row? I mean, does everybody even know you? You see, I mean, I'm just trying to give you practical examples. How you'd be walking around thinking that the whole world is about you. But the truth is that it's the adversary. There's someone who has an assignment to oppose you. You will not do well. You will not do well. You will not start 2024 in the church, spiritual, I mean, advancing. No, it's like he is de- the enemy is determined. But today, you also have to de- decide that I am more determined. You see, you have to say that Satan, you'll be tired before I'm tired. You cannot move me. You cannot move me. Even when I go to church, I don't understand what the pastor is preaching. I'll be there. I'll, I, I will be there. Have you not watched movies you didn't understand before? And you still watch it to the end. Yes. How many of you have watched a movie called Inception? Uh, did you understand it? But you watch it to the end. You can come and see me one day. I think I understood it. Yes. There's inception. There's another one that. What? Tenet. No, I haven't seen that one. Yes. But I know you watch inception to the end. But he didn't understand. He didn't get it. Mm. They are telling me at all. It's like, it's like he didn't work. But they watch to the end. Stay in the church to the end. Stay in the faith to the end. Even if you don't understand what's going on, you don't have to understand everything. Yes. But it's your adversary. Turn your attention to your adversary, the devil. The devil. Chinga is not your adversary. It is the devil. Something is not your adversary. It's the devil. Yes. Your basenta is not called I, I like everybody uh, basenta. <laughs> it's even funny, you know, it's even funny. All the things are funny. Number two. Yes. A good pastor has three points, isn't it? I have three points. I think I've done very well. Yes. The second assignment of the enemy. The, the, the first assignment is what? Resistance and opposition. Number two is frustration. 
Oh yes, frustration. So you see, all these things I'm sure, if they, this year, when you see anything slowing you down, know that you wrestle not against flesh. Don't find somebody's name. Remember the scripture we read. Adversary, the devil. And say, hey, by the power in the name of Jesus, I resist you. Then when you start is feeling frustrated, give us synonyms of frustrate so we can understand frustrate. Yes. Hmm. Why are the people on this side very talkative today? Usually it's these people, isn't it? <laughs> the choir is happy today. The choir is really talkative today. No, it's not helping. What you thought is not helping. Frustration, frustration. Is that frustrate, frustration, you know? Find something better. Daniel, Daniel chapter 7 and verse 25. You're not helping us. Uh, Daniel 7. He says that, and he shall speak great words against the Most High and shall wear out the saints of the Most High. Can you say the word wear out? That's to frustrate, to wear you out. That is, that is, that's when you get, you get fed up, tired. That's when you resign. Something you've been chasing, believing God for, pursuing. You have energy, you have strength for it. Suddenly, when you get frustrated, you give up. Next time you're about to give up on anything, remember, it is Satan. It is Satan. Never give up. If I give up, tell yourself, I will not give up. I will not resign. I will not retire. I will not be worn out. I will not say, I will not say the words, I am tired. I have had enough. You believe God has called you, never get fed up. Never get frustrated. Never say, oh, maybe it's not for me. No, it is. You see, the day you think, maybe it's not me. Maybe I'm not called. Because I keep falling. I keep tripping. I keep falling out. Ah, that is, where, that is when you should even discover that there must be a great price on your head. There must be a great price on your head. That's why you keep tripping. Maybe those who are having it easy, either they are more powerful than you, stronger than you spiritually, or the price on their head is not so great. So the enemy is not interested. But you, you keep tripping. I think your, 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 your trippings should make you feel that I am really called. If, if the enemy has this much interest in me, then I must be really called. I must be really called. I don't know that you're interested in football, but there are some, foot, there are some football, footballers that depend on the importance of the match. You will see a pass. That, do you know a pass? That is, the ball has been passed to them. Hmm. The ball doesn't get to them. And then they are surrounded. 
you see that the plan is sometimes it's like they have uh, um, committed three other players to that. This one, this one, this one, this one. He cannot move. He should not move. You know, I was, I was watching a football match the other day, and I, as I was saying to myself that the position they don't know this this player because this is someone that you don't give him the chance to even move the ball even a foot. But they keep standing about a meter away and watching him and doing <laughs> and then a meter away and he kept scoring. But you see that a serious coach will say, this guy, this guy, this guy, he commits two, sometimes three people. As soon as the ball gets to him, he's surrounded. It's like he doesn't even know what to do. And then, and then he becomes frustrated. He becomes frustrated. He starts kicking people. He starts swearing. He starts doing everything that he shouldn't do. He's got his first yellow card, second yellow card, then he's off, and then they are free. Yes. Satan wants you off the playing field. Yes, he wants you off. He wants you to say that ah, I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not interested in the call of God anymore. I'm interested in law. I'm going to study law and go to work. Hmm. So he keeps throwing things at you so that you say, he, because he wants you off the field. He wants you off. That's his aim. He, he, knew, he needs you off. So he will frustrate you to get you off. You will not be frustrated anymore. You will not be tired anymore. You will never say there is no God. You will never say it is not for me. You will never say it is not meant for me. No matter how hard he tries, the words you say, which I heard a man of God say, he said that Satan will be tired before I am tired. Oh, yes. Your enemies will be tired before you are tired. You will not be frustrated. Worn out. Fed, when you get, when you come, fed up. It's like, I have had enough. You will not be that person. And then number three, possibly my last point. You know, if you are well behaved, I'll give you an extra one. To tell the choir to behave. And you to behave as you are telling them to behave. Are you learning something today? How many of you are thinking of things that you've given up on that you realize that, ah, it was Satan? Trying to get me off the playing field. It was Satan trying to get you off. Away from your calling. Especially watch, watch things that have to do with your calling. Your calling. Anointing. The ministry. The work of God. Watch those things. Watch how he paints. He paints uh, things like. A job. Schooling. Ah, and especially when he gets to the ladies. Beloved. He pins beloved to your calling. Before you realize it's like, ah, beloved is not working. The slightest, the slightest thing that somebody says. Not even thinking about you. Then it's like, uh-uh, you're off. You know, the real reason is beloved. Know what, know what MD said. Yes. Last time MD was preaching, she said something, 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 something. Look, hey, look, look. We're in 2024. 
Those who were born in 2000 are going to be 24 this year. I mean, people are growing up. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Yes. All the millennium babies are going to be 24. Did you know that? Yes. So those who those who were born nineteen ninety nine. This year is Silver Jubilee. Yes. Oh yes. Think about your age. saying is you also have to become smarter than the things Satan and to give up and to resign. Did I give you my third point? Why? And you are listening to me telling you stories. (laughs) Okay. The third point is third assignment is Blocking you. Blocking people. What what does it mean to block something? It's to stop. Yes. To stop. To stop you from doing the work of God. It's one of his happiest occasions. One of his happiest days. It's happiest. And you stop doing basenta. I mean, you have stopped. You've stopped doing basenta work. You've stopped dancing. I mean, even if, even if due to um, um, natural changes in your density, have to do is to move from the front row to the back row. But you have to tell, you have to tell the enemy that look, no matter what is happening to my mass or my density, I am not going to stop dancing. Hey, I will dance because because Somebody who can dance, but can't move, you know, but can dance. Even in their slower movement, you can see that, ah, the person knows how to respond to rhythm. <laughs> have, you seen, have you seen, there are people who think they, they are really dancing, but they are not dancing. All I'm saying is that nothing should stop you. Look, let's be serious. You see, this morning I saw some gentleman, and one of them introduced me to his friends that I'm very funny. 
when I'm preaching. So let me let me be serious. Let nothing stop you because Satan wants to stop you. Satan, Satan would like me to stop preaching. Oh, he would really be happy if I could decide, I'm not going to preach anymore. Oh, I'll preach. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'll preach. I mean, I'll preach. I'll, I'll preach. Amen. Whatever God has given you to do, be determined. You will never stop it. Because Satan wants you to stop it. And he will give you good reasons. You tell her, you know, see, princess. Can you know, princess, she, she doesn't sing as well as me, but she's sitting in the front. <laughs> you will find reasons for you. And you will meditate on the reason before you say, I won't sing again. Why won't you sing again? The princess create your throat. <laughs> ah, what a shock. Matthew 16. I mean, feel like you are growing up today. You are growing up. You will not let Satan stop you from things. Matthew 16, verse 21 says that, From that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised again the third day. Then Peter took him and began to rebuke him, saying, Be it far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. You know, this, this is when, this is when uh, Jesus also said to him, Get behind me, Satan. Because it's like you are trying to stop him from doing the work of God and the will of God. You are, you are being blocked with reasons, with good reasons. With good reasons and good explanations. Why you shouldn't serve God. Why you shouldn't continue serving God. Why you shouldn't continue going to church. Why you shouldn't give yourself God. Why the church then is too much. Now if this is too much. Now this. I've done, some would say, I've done it for 17 years. I don't know what I got out of it. Wait till you step out. Then you will see what you got out of it. Yes. Oh yes. You don't want to step out to discover what you had when you were when you were under the covering of the almighty God. Wait, when you stop, then you discover, ah, this is what I was getting from church. This is what I was getting from. You think, you think it's only pounds that we get from there, pounds and, and husband and children. You think that's the only thing that you get out of church? Watch those who are out and you will see what you have as you are just sitting there quietly. So don't let anybody block. I'll give you an extra point. Isn't it? So, let me give you the extra one. The extra point is tempting people. The assignment is to tempt. Tempting and testing God's people as they work for the Lord is the work of devils. Most Christians and men of God are under constant temptation. Constant temptation. Temptations of unforgiveness, temptation of impatience, temptations of lust, 
You know, sometimes you're not patient. You can't, you, can't wait, you can't wait for your time. You keep going ahead of yourself. You keep going ahead of yourself. You keep committing blunders. You keep, you, keep, you keep speaking and saying things you didn't have said. Maybe you have spoken that you wish you, you didn't say it. Except when it's a text. And you know the person you send it to has kept it. It's there. Saved. That's how sweet you become. You said it. You did it. So you're going to break up with your beloved. Don't send a text. But in case you change your mind and you marry her, she will show you that text for the rest of your life. I'm talking to you about patience. Temptations. We're talking about temptations. Patience. Lack of patience. You can't wait for your time. You can't wait for your season. You can't wait for your time. You are being, you are being drawn to something that it's not yet your thing. Or your time. You shouldn't be drawn to it. And then last, which is very, which is very common among young people. Is last not common among young people? Yeah, it's common among young people. It's also another kind of temptation. It's a temptation. It's a temptation for young people. When you grow, when you grow up, some of the things dis- disappear. I mean, depending on who you are. Some of the things as you talk, as you, as you grow up in life, you see that for some people it doesn't go. Okay? They grow up with it, <laughs> but 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 largely, largely. As you grow up, some things disappear. Some things go out. I remember Pastor Yangi Chung. Do you know Pastor Yangi Chung? He was the pastor of uh, the largest church in the world. He's passed away now. He said that when he sees young pastors, he feels sorry for them. But then he remembers when he was a young pastor. He asked the woman that said, Say, the young girls, they are beautiful. <laughs> it's like when they come for counseling, talking, it's like you see, he likes saying, Oh God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you should listen to his preaching. You enjoy his preaching. Oh God, help me. <laughs> so he be counseling his mother in law. His mother in law was like a pastor in the church. She would come around, you know, to help with this because the young. <laughs> I was praying, oh God, I will like grow up. <laughs> then, then he said, he grew up. Now he's in like in his 70s, 80s. Now he sees the young man. This beautiful, he said, as he can look at, he can see that this girl is, you know, playing up. So as he's looking, he says, I was feeling sorry for them. <laughs> because the, the, the desires is for an age. The desires is for an Certainly, the desires is for that age. It's like, wow, when you say that, these girls are beautiful. When you grow up, when you see a beautiful young girl, you think, look, look, this girl. Go and fix your hair properly. <laughs> Have you seen a mother talking to a, a child before? 
I was talking to a mother recently. She has, she has, I've never, I was meeting her daughter for the first time. She has a beautiful, young, uh, blooming, flourishing daughter. So I asked the mother, so, do you, do you shout at her? Do you tell her off? I said, yes. <laughs> she, she said, I shout at her all the time. I tell her off all the time. I said, oh, this beautiful girl. It's true. This girl. <laughs> You see how your mothers are not impressed with you? Yeah. yeah. When you come to the guys are impressed with you, but your mothers are not impressed at all. At all. So, remember temptations. Temptations and forgiveness. Last, impatience. To fall out of the faith. Fall out of your calling. Remember that the tempter is called Satan. Did we read a verse? Mark chapter 1. Ah, and it's 12 o'clock. It's time to end the service. Thank you, Jesus. Mark chapter 1, verse 12. And immediately the Spirit driveth him into the wilderness. And he was there in the wilderness 40 days, being tempted by who? Satan. If I've had thoughts of things you should do that you are not supposed to do, imaginations. Oh, you don't want to lift up your hand. You are not. You are not. You are just saying yes. <laughs> if I say be blessed just now, you will not say yes. <laughs> what a church! Beautiful people. <laughs> It's one of his duties to tempt you. Even the thought, even the thought. That's what I'm asking. Not, not what you have done. Thoughts, things that have occurred to you. Because things occur to you before you implement them. And some of the big things, it occurs to you a few times. That do this. Be like this. Stop doing this. Leave this place. I want to leave dancing stars. It must have occurred to you a few times. Satan must have toyed with you with the idea. You know, with the idea. Like, what do you think? What do you think about leaving dancing stars and going to film stars? That's where he will start from. But he's actually trying to take you out of the church. But he knows you can't be a film star. He knows it. But he starts. No, I'm not saying leave the church. Just... To film stars. Or just just take a break. Take a break. You are tired. Take a break. Take a break. You know? Just take a break for a while. Then he toys with the idea on, on Monday. Then he gives you a break till Thursday. Then Thursday he comes again. Because Sunday is approaching. Then Saturday the idea comes strongly. They say, okay, this will be my last rehearsal. I'm going from there. I'm going for film stars. He's toying with the idea. But it's a, it's a test. As long as you fall for it. You say, ah. Not, not as though you are in another church. Even when you go to, you see, you can, you can leave and go to another church and be a backsliding person in that church. Because the level you are operating at, and as you've moved somewhere else, you are, I mean, you are far out. And Satan has such peace of mind. It's like, it's like, it's like leaving um, Brentford Football Club 
Then you go and join Real Madrid. Why would you get the opportunity to play? Or leaving uh, Nigerian national team and you come and join Black Stars. When will you play? <laughs> Super Green Eagles. I'm holding the microphone. If you, like, when you go for your bus and time meeting, you can say, you can say anything you want to say. There will be fewer people there. <laughs> yes. Hmm. You can see brothers whose lips are twitching. <laughs> they, they want to say things, but they can't say it. <laughs> yes. And that, you see, that's the test of Satan. He keeps giving you pressure. The pressure to fall is very strong. Very, very strong pressure to fall. Pressure to be shifted out. Pressure to move out of your place. Pressure to move out of your position is very, very, very strong. Very strong. Pressure, pressure to go out of your marriage hey, is very strong. He comes and says, you are not happy with this. He doesn't appreciate you. She doesn't appreciate me. It's this. This one is nicer. This one is this. And there's constant pressure. Before you realize, you're a totally different person. You thought you found something nicer, but you haven't found anything nicer. Hardly is anybody nicer than what you have. I'm telling you, take it from me. People are not nicer. Or people are nice, but not nicer. <laughs> Pressure to change things. Satan will teach you. Satan will say, I will put you in film stars. I myself will come and put you in film stars. The time you move out, you see. And now, he will be asking you, but you, can you act? That's the accuser of the brethren. You, can you act? You, can you do this? Then now he feeds you with pride so you can't go back. Yes. It's the pride that prevents people from coming back. It's pride. Because if you're humble like a child, you just say, oh, you know, um, <laughs> Sister Lorraine, I missed it, you know. But, you know, though my density is dense, but I'm back. But the pride doesn't allow people to come back. Pride. And we are finished for today. I think you've heard you've heard enough for today, isn't it? What's number one? What's the first assignment? Resistance and opposition. Number two is what? Frustration. Frustration. Oh, you don't get frustrated. And number three is what? Blocking, blocking you, isn't it? Or blocking people. And then four, the extra point was what? 
Tempting and what? Tempting God's people, isn't it? Tempting. Tempting and testing God's people. Tempting and testing. So when the temptations and the tests come, understand it. That is Satan who has thrown it at you. Okay. And number five is frightening people. That's the spirit of fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear. It makes you afraid of entering the ministry. Afraid of doing anything difficult for God. Afraid of daring bold things. Yes. First Peter 5.8 Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour. He, he moves around as a lion. He's not a lion. but He pretends to be a lion. Yes. Intimidating and bullying you. Intimidating and bullying you. Yes. Frightening. Ministering fear. Telling you what you can do. Telling you, if you try this, you fail. If you try this, it won't go well. If you try that, it won't end well. Trying to make you to stop doing things that you are, God has put in your heart to do. He tells that you are about to fail. You are going to fail. Don't try it again. You remember you failed the last time. Not that person who failed. You can easily be just like that person. He put fear. Fear paralyzes. Once you're afraid, you're you are paralyzed. You can't, you can't do anything. You don't move. You don't move, you don't work, and that's your calling and your ministry down the drain. Stand to your feet. I told you if you are good, I'll give you extras. Yes. Now, now, where, where are our points? I want us to pray. I want us to pray for five minutes. I want us to pray. I want us to Oppose, bind. I need, I need our points up, please. Quickly, speedy. We're going to pray. Are you there? Those at the back, can you, can you read? Can you see? Do you remember? Our first point was what? Resistance and opposition. So I want us to pray. We're going to pray against every form of resistance and opposition that the enemy want to bring into your life this year. Begin to pray. Pray against it. Pray against it. Bind it. Block it. Any form, anything that will slow you down, slow you down from serving God, from working for God, from obeying God, pray against it. Anything that will slow you down, anything that has been slowing you down from doing what is right, taking you off your path of righteousness, cast it out of your life. Cast it out of your life. Pray against it. Bind it. Resistance and opposition. Anything that opposes you. Anything that opposes you. Cast it. Cast it. Everybody praying. Everybody praying. Everybody praying. Everybody speaking out against any form of resistance and opposition from the enemy. Yes. In your life. In your ministry. In your career. In your relationships. 
in your marriage in your calling anything at all serving as a form of resistance curse it this afternoon name. Now you want to pray against frustration. Ah, ask God for grace and strength that in 2024, you will not be worn out. You will not be tired. You will not give up. You will not prematurely give up and retire and resign. You will not give up. Whatever is in front of you to conquer, you will conquer it. You will overcome it. You will cross over. Begin to pray. Pray against frustration. Pray against being getting tired, getting worn out, giving up, giving up, retiring, resigning. Pray. It shall not be your portion. It shall not be your story. 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 Masatilimito satire. Pray against getting tired whether it's coursework, whether it's a career, whether it's a professional course, whatever you are doing in life, your calling, discovering your calling, working in your calling, working in the ministry, advancing in the ministry, pursuing the anointing, that you will not be frustrated. You will not be frustrated. Desires, things that you are believing God for, Bind the spirit of frustration. Bind the spirit of frustration. Bind it. Curse it. Makatasi matalabataya. Masamadilibi kapatasitosa. Kapalibi talabadibi kapafaya. Kapitosibitilibitasaya. Palibikilibi kapatalabadilibi kapataya. You will advance. You will advance. You will go forward. Mani Mita Shataya. In Jesus' name. Number three. The third assignment is blocking people. That is stopping. 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 Anything that will stop you from walking in the will of God and fulfilling the will of God in your life this year shall be removed begin to pray remove everything that will block you that will stop you remove it now speak against it speak against it anything that will stop you anything that will prevent you from fulfilling your ministry any person any entity any group any experience that will stop you from fulfilling your ministry. Remove it. Remove it. 
bind the spirit behind it. Bind the spirit that it comes with. You will not be stopped. You will not be stopped. You will not be stopped. You will not be blocked. You will not be blocked. You will fulfill your calling. You fulfill your ministry. You will fulfill everything that God has planned for you. And the sandal of and the soma malimatasaya, and the saint alabadisata, malibate sabadilara, kabashima, 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 kabashima matosi matasa, matilibita matasaya. In Jesus' name. Obey the word of God to do what the Bible does not approve of, to go out of turn ahead of yourself, to do things and get involved in things you shouldn't be involved in, things that shouldn't be attractive, becoming attractive. The subtle pressure, subtle pressure. When you see all signs, it's, it's not ready, but you're making it ready, you're forcing things to be ready when they are not ready. Pray against the temptation of the that is what Satan brought to Jesus bow down I'll give you this if you turn stones into bread if you do this it's called temptations tempted things you don't need to do to prove anything to anybody but subtle pressure then you are trapped pray against temptations lift up your voice and pray pray against temptations rebuke it bind don't forget to bind Bind the spirit behind temptations. Bind it. Bind it. Bind it. Bind it. Malimatoshitai. Malimashomi katasai. Malimatositasasa. Tolibe la balabasisto la dasa. Kali toshamalada la banibita paya. Pray against it, everybody. Pray against temptations. Pray against tests. Things that will make you fall out of the faith. Fall out of your relationship with God. Cast it out of your life. Atali matapa tasaya, paridala matisha taya, pali matosi matasaya, pali matapa tasaya, pavi talabadi libikata, pali balibiki matasaya, pali matoli bikapa, pali badili bikapa tasi, badili bikapa tosi bikastaya, pali badili bikapa. In Jesus' name, finally, want to pray against the spirit of fear. This is a big one. This is a big one. Small one, but with big effect. Fear. When fear enters, you're paralyzed. You change your vision. You change your dreams. You resign. You give up. 
you don't move you say it's not for you you say no 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 I can't do it that's when you start saying I can't do it that's when you start saying it's not going to work it's not going to work it's not for me it's fear you want to bind that little spirit that has a big impact on lives when you can't step into the ministry you can't work for God you can't save God because you are afraid previous mistakes mistakes by other people it's like you are scared baby is not for me the spirit of fear is from the enemy to stop you from fulfilling the will and the purposes of God in your life begin to pray against the spirit of fear bind him destroy him anything you are scared of you are afraid of you've been afraid of deal with it now deal with it now deal with it now crush it bind it dreams that God has given you that you've been afraid to walk into is the call of God you've been shying away from the call of God curse it curse the spirit of the enemy curse the spirit of the enemy desires that God has put in you that you are afraid to follow through curse it bind it curse it bind it bind the spirit of fear bind the spirit of fear bind the spirit of fear destroy that spirit of fear from your life today everybody pray lift your voice in prayer against the spirit of fear against the spirit of fear against the spirit of fear expecting trouble expecting defeat expecting shame find those thoughts cast those thoughts down nasima talabatisaya nasima talabatisasa batisa talabatisasa it will work it will work you will do well you will do well you will not fail you will not be put to shame you will be honored god will glorify his name in your life nasindoli mikapatasa nasimili mikapatisa maya mafili mikapatasa matisasa palibatosi matasasa palibitasasa saya Kapatisa staya kaidele bekipaya kaiba talabakaya you are starting this week victorious you are starting this week victorious you are winning this battle you are winning this battle you are winning this battle ma fino mi mikapata palibitisa sa palibitisa sa palibitisa sa palibitisa sa palibitisa sa Lift up your two hands and just thank the Lord and say thank you to God. Let's thank him for victory. For victory. For victory this afternoon. For victory this day. Ah, yes, thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Say thank you to him. Hey, say thank you to him. 
give thanks to the Most High God, the Most High God. Ah, for the victories, victories that are lined up for you, victories and blessings lined up for you, victories and blessings that are lined up for you, victories and blessings that are lined up for you. Father, we thank you. Thank you for this great blessing of opportunity to pray, even to pray to you, Lord. Thank you for the leading of your spirit. Thank you for victory, Lord. Victory over resistance. Victory over frustration. Victory over every attempt to block us and to stop us from your will. Thank you, O God, for victory over temptations and tests. And thank you, Lord, for victory over the spirit of fear. What we have been scared and afraid to do. Thank you, Lord, that today, by the power in the name of Jesus, we have been released, released to do great things in your name. To live the dreams and desires you've put in us, Lord. Thank you, Father, for that mighty blessing, Lord. Let your people be blessed. Cause your people to be blessed and to be victorious, Lord. Thank you, Father. We thank you for answered prayer in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Now, every eye closed, every head bowed. I want to pray for you before we close off. I want to pray for you specially. Somebody invited you to church. You're here today. Maybe you've been coming to church, going to church, whatever. But deep in your heart, you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Your relationship with God is non-existent. You want to say this, this afternoon, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to give my life to God. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want to be a child of God. I want to be a real and proper child of God. I want to be serious with God. While every eye is closed and every head is bowed, if you're here like that, just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Pastor, pray with me. I want Jesus in my life. I want God in my life. Very quickly, just your right hand and I'll pray with you. Lift up high so I can see you. Lift up high so I can see you. God bless you. God bless you. I can see your hands. Keep it up. 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 Pastor, pray with me. I need God in my life. I need Jesus in my life. I can see your hands. You also want to join in. Keep it up. Keep it up. God bless you all. I can see all your hands. I believe there are a few more. You also want to join in. You want to join in. Pastor, pray with me. I need God. I really want God in my life. I want to, I want to be that person who has a relationship with God. A, a relationship with Jesus. Just your right hand. And I'll pray with you wherever you are standing. Just your right hand. Just your right hand. God bless you. Now, if you have your hand lifted up, I want you to do one more thing. I want you to come to me right here in the front. I'm waiting for you right here. Come all the way. All the way. My hand is also up. Come all the way to me. Even if you didn't lift up your hand, you want to come. Come all the way. Come. 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 I'm waiting for you here. Come.
Come and join us. Come and join us. Satan will not have you. It's the love of God that is drawing you. It's the love of God that is drawing you. God wants you. Come to God. talk to you briefly then you come back so if you go this way with amazing take your communion the blood that Jesus shed for me
for our sins and the blood that was shed for us, Lord. Father, today I pray, heal our souls, Lord. May our souls be healed from every encounter, every negative experience, anything that has affected our souls. Please heal us today in the mighty name of Jesus. The body of Christ. Eat it. receive your blessings lift your hands for your blessing may the blessing of the Lord come upon you Amen. may you experience healing from every continuous and chronic disease receive it in Jesus name every pain I rebuke pain and the reason for the pain in the name of Jesus the Lord grant you long life Grace to be a hundred years old Grace to survive many attacks Many dangers Many snares Many temptations The Lord keep you And the Lord grant you peace The Lord make his face to shine on you And give you peace I see the Lord choosing you And calling you And granting you great grace and great favor in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And everyone shouted, Amen. God bless you. Give your Lord the loudest Amen. You may be seated. You may be seated. You may be. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, Follow us on social media. Search for First Love London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. Have a blessed week.